Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told, try told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day, and we got a special, special day today, special guest. We got my, my man, but most importantly, uh, our high school football head coach, uh, now friend, and uh, still keep in touch. I'm so excited to have Coach Jim Vivo in the house. What's appreciate, up, Coach? Uh, hanging in there, Simon. Appreciate this, man. It means a lot. means a lot yeah. that you would come all the way down here, over yeah. here, an hour away. Yeah. To, to come hang with well, us that's, in the you, studio. Well, you mean we that much. It. So, yeah, we, yeah I, w- I would drive a couple, couple hundred miles to do this. So I appreciate you even thinking about me. Love it, yep, man. Yep. Love you. Excited. I, I think people today are going to get a lot of value. Uh, this man got a lot of wisdom on and off the football field. Uh, a lot of people and a lot of athletes listening, a lot of business people listening. We got a diverse uh, grind cast listening crew out yeah, there. Yeah. But one thing is everybody is, is progressive. Everybody wants to, everybody listening in, they, they want to grow, they want to move forward. And yeah. so I, I think, um, let's start out with, you know, me telling you what coach Jim Vivo came in to, to the high school, Youngstown, Ursland, uh, was it 99? Your, what your junior, my junior year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 99. Yeah. In our first season, we were five and five. Yeah. Right. So we went five and five to 14 and one, which shouldn't have been, but 14 and one and uh, winning the state championship, the first ever state championship in Ursland history. Right. I think they've won three more yeah. since. Yeah. Uh, but up until that point, phenomenal athletes, you know, year in, year out, yeah. decades of dominance, you know, at, at Ursland. Right. But never got a state championship out of all that talent. Right. And, your second year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's amazing to watch, you know, similar to Trestle. Yeah. You know, he went to Ohio State 30 some years, no national championship. Year two wins a national championship. Bobby Stoops, too, at Oklahoma. You another know young, another Youngstown guy. All the Youngstown yeah. guys. Yeah. When you go do something like that, you know, there's there's something got to, it got to be something about your leadership. Uh-huh. So uh, that ain't an accident. You know, one of the greatest leaders I've, I've been around, I think. You know, there's tons of things that I admire about you that you're good at. One of them is finding a way to balance. You know, I think people can learn value on how do you balance. You balance accountability and and keeping people in line, but also getting people to want to run through a wall, you know, for you with with the way that you loved everybody and and won over, you know, people's heart. So what, what would you say is the difference, you know, starting out there from, one year you're five and five. Next yeah. year we go fourteen and one. What would you say is the difference in, in that big of a jump? Couple of things, you know. When if you your sophomore year, you had a really good team, but a lot of those guys were seniors. So Coach Nizwicki, then when he leaves, so I come in, and not a knock against the senior group that we inherited, but anytime a new coach comes in, there's change, and we did things differently. We plays may be called differently. The de- offenses and defenses were obviously different. So the seniors didn't have much time, right, to learn that stuff and to implement it maybe the way that you all did or that we would have liked to have seen. The longer you were with a group, players to coaches, coaches to players, the more familiar you become, more comfortable you become. And then, you, re- you know, you understand the expectations or what the standards are or what's expected of you. So I think... You know, they may have got the short end of the stick because they, it's, it would be tough, if you think about it, it would be tough to be a senior 
and have a coach for the first time, a new coach, right? It's it's difficult no because all the change, all the th things that they may have been doing for three years, coaches Wiki may have been there too, but whatever they were doing for two years, they were used to doing those things. They were habits, and then here I come in, and it's it's different, good or bad. It was different. So then the next year, you know, um, just lucky to be around your group. Um, you know, you were a great leader. Justin, who was just in here, was a great leader. And when your leaders, Simon, when you and and all the guys, I can't like Marcus and and Swagger and all the seniors, that whole group. When you're the hardest working guys on the team, boy, it made it made my life easy. I didn't have to to scream and yell to get kids to get in the weight room because you did that, right? You you made sure. I remember you standing where our locker room was up the steps was where the exit was remember down the steps from the gym and you were standing you were you were standing by the door you know where are you going you know we got to get in the weight room and it took a while maybe a week or two of that doing that and then you didn't have to stand there anymore because they knew what was expected of them so i think that and and you know another thing and i'd be foolish not to mention this you, you we had really really good players man it's never the x's and o's it's always the jimmies and the joes you know so Man, I was fortunate enough to be there with with with, with that group, and you can't win with unless you have great players. But you also had great great leadership, so that that was it. And you know that, like I said earlier, that that group, that '99 group, I have a soft spot. That's my first one there, and, and I feel bad when I see them guys. Sometimes we didn't do what what we were supposed to do, because you know, and not everyone who listens might know this, but five and five. That wasn't good enough, it. and it and we started one and four, if you remember. Yeah, I wasn't sleeping very good. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't sleeping very good. So that yep. that that was that. That was probably it. the leadership deal, and then being around us more. You know, you being around us as coaches, and me, us being around you. We get. How to, did you mentally get through that? You know, you look at like, all right, one and four. Boy, I don't probably know. Probably so got see this see this gray hair. That gray patch <laughs> over there. <laughs> it was tough. You got faith, man. I. I, I, I you, you, but, you know, we always looked at, you know, we always looked at what we had coming up. Uh, your group, the group behind, you know, Jimmy Riley was a sophomore in that group, Tommy Manning. And so we knew it was coming. But when you when you're coaching and playing, you're not waiting for the next year. Again, that's not fair to the senior group. We right. wanted to win now. Right. So it kind of got me through in faith, you know, faith in, in, in God and never going to give you more than you can handle. So, um. But there is a lot of pressure, and you know that because that place, like you said in the in the opening, a ton of ton of tradition there, and um, yeah, starting out one and four, those those were some those were some tough Other times. Other than talent, yeah, you know, you think because I mean, Ursland had talent, yeah, tons of talent, yeah, they did. Other than talent, which you got to have, yeah, the Jim and the Joes, yeah. What do you think would be maybe three things? Because you've coached a long time. Yeah. You're always in leadership. So yeah. Right now you're the principal. Yeah. And uh, before that, years and years and years of coaching, teaching, yeah. education. Yeah. What, what, do, what would you say would be maybe two or three things that stand out in teams in general? Or maybe you could use our team, yeah. but just teams that win, yeah. that have talent versus teams that don't go as far as they yeah. should with their talent. So your group, the thing that you taught me more than – than any lesson was that if you don't really care who gets the t who gets their name in the paper and you don't really care who gets the pat on the back, then you can accomplish great things. You know, speaking of Justin, Justin was an incredible running back. But if you think about that year, right, we, we had Terrence Graves, who was incredible, and then we had a freshman kid <laughs> named Albert Ferguson that 
ended up rushing for 280 yards in a state championship game. So Justin didn't get it like he probably should have. And, and our quarterback who went to Washington State, right, we threw the ball six times in the state championship game, right? right. But he didn't care. Man. When, 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 every, when, everybody, when everybody just wants to win, win and not worry about – when you win, it all comes to you. The, 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 the spotlight and the pats on the back, right? Like when you brought that trophy off, I remember off the bus, everyone's there. Great job. But when no, if you got guys who want, their, want the ball and complain to their, you know, about not getting the ball or not doing this or I'm not playing enough and all, I never heard that, Simon. Do you ever, do you remember? I never. Did Josh no. Swagger ever say that to me? Never. Never. Did now? Did did Justin? Never. Even T and and, and Delbert. I mean, right? We ballered at them basically every play. They were close. They were best friends. So that was the most important thing. When you don't care who gets their name in the paper and mm. you don't care who gets the credit. Yeah. Man, we were just you got. We were just the, like the tunnel vision. We just wanted. It's crazy how it relates to business. Yeah, it is. You know, because yeah. I lead teams of people now yeah. sales people and you'll have people that you know they're in it a lot yeah. they have, and, and people change sometimes it's maturity you yeah. know if they're worried more about what they did or what their score is or the recognition they're getting and I, i've been you know i just preach for years if you take care of the winning then everything else that you want happens. And typically, yeah. if you look at people that make the Pro Bowl or who has the most people on the All-Stars, it's the team that wins, yeah. takes care of all those other things. So I think that translates well into, into life. It's Absolutely. like it's amazing what people could accomplish together, yeah. whether it's sports or whatever, if, if you don't really care who gets the credit as long as we win. win. Right. Right? Or do what whatever is required of you to do. I think yeah. so much of... of uh, you know, football in general mirrors a lot of life. Sure you know, does. you could pull yeah. a ton of lessons out, out of that. You know, being that that's been your sp – I mean, you were a great athlete. And yeah. I was I was telling, I think, Josh or Alyssa, that you were a quarterback, right? Yeah. And uh, did you do – you went to Boardman? Cheney. Cheney? Yeah. Cheney and then Youngstown? Yeah. Well, I went to Ohio University out of school and then I – Oh, you? Yeah, that and makes then sense. And then YSU? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you get kicked out? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Get, no, I thought no. I was going to hear a party no, story no, no, about you. No, 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 down no, at OU. No, okay. no, no. So what? What do you think? What did it for you with football? Like, what do you love about Man, the game of football? That that's a tough question because what don't I love about football? Right. So, growing up, mom and dad divorced when I was young. So when I was like two or three, and we had we had four kids, two two other brothers and a sister, and for whatever reason, my dad wasn't around. So my first real feeling of family, basically, was football. West Side Bears growing up. And then, especially when I got into high school, uh, Cheney, uh, Cheney had a tremendous football program, still do. And you, you know some of the guys that played there, you know, Brad Smith, and the list that we'll, maybe we'll talk a little bit about later. But my, my high school football coach became like my father. And so that's kind of why I love football, because – it was family. And then, like you mentioned, boy, everything, not everything, but most of the things that I learned in life about self-discipline and, and accountability and uh, working hard and being a part of a team, because your own family, you know, your wife and kids, that's a team as well. I learned on the football field, or not, maybe not in the football field, but through football, whether it was in the weight room, practice field, or game field. So 
Man, and then I also saw, I mean, you know, you'd see me in there. I was always watching that film, man. I loved the film work. I did. I miss it still. I I, uh, I draw plays all still. I've been out of it for a while. But I, when I'm watching college or, high, or uh, NFL games, I, boy, that looks, that's a nice play. Let me, let me, let me rewind. And I'm, I'm drawing that stuff up. So I like competition. I don't think anyone who doesn't or gets into that game, and if you're going to have any type of success with it, you got we, we kind of like beating people, right? Yeah. You kind of like competing, Compete. see where you're at. Mm -hmm. And uh, it doesn't always go your way, but you like doing those things. So those are it, you know, it's because it was like a family and then everything that you learn. What things did you me. learn from your mentors and coaches and, you know, stuff, anything stand yeah, out? Like, so like, here's a couple of the things I yeah, learned from mine. So I was thinking about this the other day, man, I've been, I've been, I've been really fortunate. So I'm, I've been blessed with, you know, Cheney High School. Well, I'll, I'll even start back. So I went, to, I grew up on the west side of Youngstown. And I think the, the, the teachers, we were talking, Perm and I were talking about teachers and the influence they have on you at a young age, right? You got young kids. And yep. I'm sure they come home, Daddy, this teacher, good or bad. Yep. I was lucky enough to be um, coached. No, I had great teachers, too. I went to St. Brennan. But the coach there, his name was Red Saunders. And I learned... The fundamentals, Simon, of like he was our football coach and our basketball coach. And we were small. We were really small. We didn't have that's after the steel mills closed. So people were moving. Right. So there weren't many people in our in our in our school. We we had on our football team. We had 14 kids, but we didn't wow. lose. We didn't lose a game what? because he he taught us the fundamentals. So I was I was blessed there. Then I go to Cheney. Right. And uh you know, Ed Great at teaching the fundamentals. The fundamentals are yeah. the key, yep. right? So I go to Cheney, and then there's, you know, Ed Mates was the football coach, and he was he had so much success, and the talent that went through Cheney, I'm still going to say 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Not, I, I know you went to Ursuline, but, man, I don't know if anyone. I mean, Cheney had a Heisman winner, for, for goodness sake. But anyway, so Coach Mady was there, and then Ron Burtis, who succeeded Coach Mady, was Brad's coach, and. Zordich, coach yeah, Michael Zordich played yeah played for Coach Made but there was a there was we had a uh, we had a, a phys ed teacher his name was Lou Angelo Red Angelo was his name and he's a disciplinarian and he he was a, when I was at Cheney in the 80s the school started I think in the 20s maybe I'm not but when I was in school there had only been my head coach was the third coach in the history of the school can you imagine that. <sighs> Sixty years. So, Mr. Angelo Red, I call him Mr. because of the respect. He he was the second coach, and his players talk about him still to this day. And even though he wasn't our coach, he was our phys ed teacher, and he ran phys ed just like he would football practice. You had to line up and do calisthenics. So it was the discipline that he taught. Um, and and Coach Mady and and Coach Burtis were the same things. It was fundamentals and discipline. And then when I got out and I started coaching, I, I my first coaching position as an assistant coach was at Mooney for Don Butchie. And I mean, I love all the guys I talked about, but no one's a better coach than Don Butchie was in Youngstown, right? He won four state championships and he taught it, the devil was in the detail, Simon, right? So if, if, if you were supposed to step as an offensive lineman with your right foot for six inches, if it was seven, it was wrong. If it was five, it was wrong. And he would rep that over and over and over again. And when I was growing up, we, you know, Mooney always won, right? So, yep. and you won. Yeah, they had great players, but from, from an, unless you're there, you don't realize that, man, 
not only was it the details, he outworked. Those kids would practice till eight or nine o'clock at night. So you can outwork people in the, in the world, even though you might not be, they're talented, but they're not the, they're not the most talented group that he got kids to reach their full potential and be all that they could be. Because like I said, if it was six inch step, it was six inch. If I was supposed to line up as a three tech, it better be a three tech. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a two out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was the details fundamentals, the discipline, all those things. You know, those are the guys that I learned the most from. Love and boy, I'm so lucky. I always wondered, yeah. you know, what it would be like with Don Butchie, what a legend. Yeah. I mean, how many state championships did they go to? He lost one, but after they left, they've, they've, I think they've been to 10 or 12, maybe. Okay, but yeah, he they went, went to five? He went to five. They, they went, lost one in 86. Four and one. Four and one. With that power eye? Yeah. I mean, just. How many plays did they run? That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Do, do you think that had anything to do with it? Just like simplifying everything and just focusing on the, the basics and for them or for us? For them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean they would they ran what, belly belly option ISO, basic power. Things. Not many plays, but they're the way they ran it, people couldn't defend it because they didn't know how. They get so many bodies to the to the. Uh, point of attack that they outnumber you. I remember when you were a junior, we tried to, remember we didn't play the safety, we tried to put nine guys, and it worked for the first half, mm -hmm. but then they made the adjustment and then it was over. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, simply, for sure it did. Um, they became experts at what they did. And then, you know, when, when you're, the opponent, how do they replicate that in practice? Can't, right? How do they do that? Right. How do you replicate? And it's the same thing like today when you're trying to play the, the Ravens. How do you replicate? Lamar Jackson, you, you can't. So when it hits you, when you get on the game and they kick it off, and, oh, my Lord, I didn't practice. Well, it was, well it's 100 times faster. And they're, they're like, they were, they were a machine. And it was because he drilled those kids and drilled them and drilled them and drilled them. And they became experts at what he wanted. And, and sure, did they have great players? They did. But towards the end, they really, it, it, it wasn't like they had six or seven D1 guys. It, they, right. they were just, and they believed in that. They believed that I'm outworking you. So on Friday, man, we can't lose. Yeah. Details and outworking people. Absolutely. I mean, in high school, to come out after school and, and go till eight o'clock. Yeah. That's a grind. They didn't have Simon. They didn't have lights right at the field. He well, they did, but it didn't shine the whole. He, we there was like a light. They had a cinder track. By the way. There was a light right at the corner where you would come out of the locker room and the light, he, he would have, they would, the, the parents were all in, they would get their cars, turn the lights on and let's go. <laughs> I was going to ask. And then they'd go lift how after. How do you think he got that done with the parents well, they, yeah. and the culture, you know, of, of, oh, my kids got homework and yeah. you know, all this stuff. How do well, you, how did he pull that off? I think when you win, right? If he didn't win, I think it'd be hard pull off when you win and buy in everybody buys in right you go Bought to in. you go to five state champ sure success absolutely but that probably was happened before the wins it was right at some point you had to start that process. yeah no he yeah i bet yeah i wonder why i never asked him that but How i'm sure they had great parents you know yeah. people you know they valued hard work a little bit more than they do today you know they yes. weren't you know i'm in like you said i'm a principal now i get a lot of calls about you know our our kids don't they don't, they don't want, parents don't want kids to fail today. Boy, and I learned everything, not everything. I've learned so much about you, about when you lost or when you failed. Doesn't mean it's final, right? Adversity is going to hit you in life. And if you're not ever, if you don't experience it and learn how to deal with it, 
boy, man, you're in trouble. I, I, I want my kids to, to have some struggles in life because it just makes you, it makes you ready for out in the real world when, when it's, when daddy and mommy ain't around. So I, I bet he had, I bet he had a lot of parents like that. You know, those blue collar, Youngstown was a blue collar town and, and they, they probably liked the fact that, man, my kid's working his tail off and he's going to prepare him for what's out there after. So beautiful. But then when you win, obviously you're right. That, that it's easy. One of the, you know, this is one people knew you were coming and, and they're like laughing saying, you know, yeah. I, I wonder what it was like to coach a teenage you. I said, well, we'll just ask him. Oh, you, you know, well, I was thinking about that time. Did I ever, yell? I never, I don't think I ever raised my voice at you. Cause I didn't have to, like I said in the earlier, it, when you're, when you were the leader of the team and you worked harder than any of them. So if that's the case, boy, and, and the, not only for your, the kids in your class, your peers, but you know who the most effective or impacted was the young guys. Cause they were in there working with you and freshmen or sophomores who maybe been going through it for the first time, you know, that little weight room we had, it wasn't even this big, was it? Right. And you grind it in there, but they see you doing it. Well, I better do that. Right. I don't. And then on the football field, you 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 were like a coach because everyone was accountable because you were you made them feel you made them accountable because you demanded so much of your defensive guys and your offensive guys and the whole team. There was an expectation of this is what how it's going to be done if you want to win, because like, you know, we talked over the years, you guys in the offseason kind of called your shot. And you, you, you got like, you understood this is, this is what it's going to take. It ain't going to take what we may have did last year or as sophomores or as freshmen. It's going to take more. So when they, when, when kids see you do, when the players saw you doing that, man, I, I never, I, I knew Simon, I knew you were going to be where you were supposed to be every play. I, I just knew that because you know why? Cause it meant a lot to you. And it I did. wasn't, I, I was, I was, you know, good, but not great. You know what I mean? And no, but over, you made yourself really good. But you made yourself really good because there were a couple practices. I remember after everyone's gone, so you're still working on your job with either Coach Smith or you wanted to get in the weight room or you wanted to look at the film and uh, and see what they were going to do. And it just, like I said, it made, it made coaches and made our lives easy. When, when your best players and leaders do that, man, you got a good team. You just do because everything else falls into place. A lot of former athletes, you know, in our business do well. Yeah. Why do you think, in your opinion, you know, yeah. have you seen athletes transition well into yeah, other it's things just, also? It's, it's discipline, right? And it's all the other, th it's the work ethic and all that other stuff. But it's discipline. That's why I got my, you know, I have a, 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 a How do you son explain discipline? Doing what you're supposed to do even when you don't want to do it. Right, like, you know, being in Pittsburgh. What, what, is, what does Tomlin say? It's not what you're capable of doing. It's what you're willing to do. Man, everyone, ever, ever anyone say, uh, man, I could coach. I can, you can, yeah, you can do that. Were you going to, are you willing to do it when we talk, like we talked about when it's, when you're failing or when you're facing adversity, are you willing to do it? Or are you willing to do it when maybe the results aren't what you need or want? Are you willing results to do it? Results come yet. No. Wouldn't you have liked to have been other places than that weight room after school? Huh? Yeah. How about during the summer in yeah. June and July when we, locking in, when we killed you running those gassers back and forth? Yeah. 20 some in a row, making it under 18 seconds. It's doing the things that are required when 
maybe people, maybe some guys or other people, other students obviously weren't doing it, and maybe other teams weren't. So discipline, doing what you're supposed, what's required when it's maybe not the, not the easiest time to do it. Or that. one of the things that I think was cool about our team, and I think Ursuline's football teams in general, the ones that I've watched, um, is there's there's a lot of diversity. You know, there's, yeah. it, you know, one one kids, you know, on our team, you know, going home to the house next door, getting shot up and yeah. fathers in prison and the other ones, you know, living in the country, yeah. you know, somewhere else. And then you bring these people together. Yeah. How, how would you like, how are you able to navigate dealing with so many different personalities? You know, how do you coach different personalities from different upbringings and yeah. stuff like that. Well, I think you have to have a standard for everybody. And, you know, I, I also believe though, too, like, you know, they always, they, who's they experts. So you, you got to treat everyone the same Well, you can't at, or you can't really where we are. You can't like, we, we know of kids who were, the, the house was shot up. And then, like you said, John Angelo went home to Latonia, which is a 40 minute ride. And Josh, you know, Josh went down over to Matthews, which is rural, you know, and then you had kids who were, had a tough, tougher upbringing. They, I, I think what I, I what I think the, the 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 players learn right away, Simon. You you could if I'm wrong, maybe, that you guys realize that we cared about you, and that's the most important. I tell my teachers that every day. You, you, if you're not developing relationships with your kids, then you got no chance. If we develop, that's what you know. I, I told all the coaches, we need to we need to develop relationship with these kids. And, and genuine, so they know that we care. Don't fake it now. They know that you care. Do whatever you, whatever they need. You, you're there for them. Then they'll real. Then then they'll run through the wall for you. And that's kind of what that's kind of always been my um, my my coaching philosophy, if I have one. Is and it, it applies to teaching, like I just said. It, and you've had teachers that you knew care about you. Boy, you're not. I don't want to let them down on maybe we're taking a state test. I, and I, I need to score a certain amount or it looks bad on the teacher. Same thing with the coach. You do, I don't think you guys want to let any of us down because, you know, like I was just on the phone with Eddie Rowan coming over here, right? He would have done anything for you guys. And a lot of the guys would have been done like, so when you knew that and realized that, you didn't want to let any of them down, right? Your, your, your teammates you don't want to let down, your coaches, your, your families, everyone. So right. I think if it's a relationship piece. It yeah. starts with the relationship. Absolutely, yeah. People knowing that you care. Yeah, Simon, you're 41, 40. right? And it's been 24, five years now that I've known you. And, and I knew, I know this, if I needed something, I call you and it's, and a lot, and, and many, like Walt Lacey sends me videos of his kid, his kid's a stud down there in Atlanta. I've seen him. He sends them to me. I mean, I I've make that, I feel like my, my child gets like that, that's, that's, the championship, don't get me wrong, I was great, right? But this, this stuff, that's more important to me, right? No doubt. That's more, way more important. So it's Never relational, enough. yeah. Wish it was more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wish well, it was more. Yeah. we got to keep finding excuses yeah. to make yeah. it happen while we can. Yeah. Managing, whether it's school, you know, you're a principal, so you got teachers, yeah. tenure. Yeah. And then, you know, different groups of athletes. I, you know, every team has their share of thing, but I do think we were spoiled. Uh, with our culture, mm -hmm. but other teams, you know, anything, how would you suggest managing egos? You know, like people that have egos, you're a teacher, you got to manage egos or you're a coach. How do you manage egos? Like, well, I think when you're, when you're a coach, it's a little bit easier to handle egos than when you're a teacher, because I'm not saying I 
the, the language that I used all the time wasn't the most appropriate, but I think the kids knew that we weren't going to, you know, I'm, everybody has an ego, right? But when, when you, that group, your group, the egos are set aside because the goal, the prize was more important than, like I said earlier, like, am I running the ball? Am, Am I, am I, is my name in the paper? Am I getting the recognition? So the egos kind of went away with that because it was just about, I mean, I hate, it was just about winning, right? I, so, you know, athletically a little different. Uh, teachers, you know, the, the egos with the union, that's a whole other issue. Uh, again, you develop relationships with them and, and, and provide the support that they need and, and, you know, be there for them, you know. So I, I think those are, those are the differences between the two. Um, yeah, I can't swear at teachers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not that you would ever want no to. no i can't you know, yeah 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 how would you how, as a coach how do you coach people from their current situation so you see this potential you yeah. know in them from their skill set now to where you see that they could go how do yeah. you develop and bring people along so again we're, we're we were spoiled in youngstown right when as, as a young coach who's the co head coach at youngstown state coach trestle right yep he always talked about, and he would have clinics every year, and we made sure we always would go to those. He always talked about reaching your full potential. I bet he's talked to you about that. How do you get kids to reach their full potential? Um, there have to be expectations, and they, they need to be high, right? You can't, I wasn't going to say, for you, I wasn't going to lower your expectations because that's not going to do anything for you. We always raised the bar as high as we could, and if you don't get there, at least you're close, right? So the expectations being high, then the, the outcome will be a lot better than if, again, I didn't care if you came to practice or you come whenever you want, don't go in the weight room, who cares if we blow a coverage, you know, expectations. So he, he taught us that in terms of how do you get kids to reach their full potential? You have to set expectations and they need to be high for everybody because not everyone has the same talent. Right. But but right. but the work ethic and if you if you hold them to high standards they're gonna they might not like it at the time it's just like with your kids you know Macy put the uh, iPad away at seven o'clock right Her and we were talking about the cell phones right and, but in in the end they'll realize what you were doing was a, was because you cared about them loved them and, and it helped them along the way. So one of the things that comes up a lot in building like this where we're at it mirrors like building a business from scratch mm -hmm. right building a team you have people to help you yeah. things to help you you know we got a saying it's like you're in business for yourself but not by yourself you know you got people helping mm -hmm. you um, one of the things that comes up is you know people ask me a lot about you know how do you achieve balance and so my answer I want to hear your answer but you know my answer is in the building process of building a business or building something the it's kind of lopsided where you got to go all in you got to put in a bunch of work in yeah. order to get the results and then on the other side you know we're grateful you know here in, in businesses coaching you're a coach that's it yeah. you know what i mean that it can topple to where you have more work-life balance because you put in at the a couple beginning. strong years in yeah, the beginning. Yeah. But I remember talking to a coach friend of mine, um, pretty successful, 
uh, and I say, you know, how, how did you deal with the balance, you know, thing? Because you're telling me that you guys were watching film on Sundays, and, yeah. you know, this and that. And he said, you know, I said, he said, well, the job is the job. And I would just tell him either you got the wrong job or you got the wrong wife. Yeah. And I don't know which one it is. Yeah. And is is that this is the job you chose. I can't change that. This is what it takes. And you may have the wrong job and the right spouse. You know what I mean? But I can't help. Right. This is, you know, what we got to do. Yeah. And so I know now, you know, phase of your life, you know, maybe who knows if you choose few years, you know, in in retirement is different than coming up, working, you know, building, you Mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. But what things would you tell young folks? You know about building team yeah. or, or balance or stuff. So like that. That's a, that's a tough one for me because when I was your coach, I was thirty years old, right? So I didn't. One of the biggest regrets in my life is I didn't handle that well. I I was like you said, man. I was all in, you know. But I had a little, you know, my son Jimmy and and Jenna. Now Jimmy's twenty five, he's twenty six. So they were, you know, I spent a ton of hours away and and. You, you, what I realize now, and, and I'm, God blessed me with a, with another opportunity to raise a couple kids with my wife. Um, I don't, I won't ever get that time back, and that haunts me. It does, it bothers me, because uh, I'm not as close as the other two that I am with the young ones. Because now I'm, I'm in the home now. Um, I was never there. I wasn't, and and I, that's a regret. And what I would tell the younger people that. Um, what I would tell my younger self was, man, there got to be ways to work smarter. You know, we, but see, I learned from, you know, from going back to my Mooney days, I mean, we would, we would practice till eight or eight thirty, and then they would lift till nine thirty, ten, And then what, when the kids would leave nine, nine thirty, coach Butchie, we'd have, we'd have a, a meeting <laughs> to go over the five or six plays we run against After the that. opponent. I, I'm, I'm talking one o'clock in the morning, 1230 on Mondays and Tuesdays for sure, and Sundays for sure. So that, man, I thought as a young coach, that's how you win, right? So that's how, I mean, you, you left Ursuline. You saw I was still, I was, I was, I was there all the time, and, mm-hmm. and I didn't handle it so like I should So how do you think, you know, people, you know, the things those things have in common is championships, yeah. right? Do you think it's possible to Absolutely. win a championship yeah. and still have those there got to be balance. How do you life. do it? How do you figure it out? You know, well, I got, you know, Reardon has a bunch of, you know, young yeah, kids, right? Yeah. And they win state titles. And I know he puts in a lot of work. Does. But sure. he seems like a great dad. I know yeah, he's like yeah. found a way to get that done. Yeah. How would you suggest, like, how does somebody build something and win? Because you know what that costs. You, you just, you got to pay the price. You do. But also find the time to do other things that you need to do. How would you? I think you got to have your priorities in order, right? So um, you realize going in, like you said, and like you've done and and still probably do, you realize what the job entails. So there's going to be times when you're going to be away and you're going to be away for an extended amount of time because you got to be. That's part of the job. My thing is when you're not, see, I was never present even when I was there because I was always thinking about football, which you know, that's not good either. So like, be present when you're home with your wife and kids. Be, be a dad, be a husband. And then, you know, you got to be, you, you, you got to, 
you got to have some room. I mean, I'm a religious person. I believe in Jesus Christ. So I, and, and, and Simon, when I was 30, the older you get, the closer you get to the end, right? So it becomes more important. When, when I was 30, I was just, you know, I was consumed with winning and I didn't have my priorities in order. Um, I just wanted to win and, and, and there's ways you can do it. Like I said, man, I, I'd be at home. So I mean, I was worrying think about it's more mindset. It is got to be right. Or scheduling. Mindset. Mindset. I didn't have to so be there. It's not a scheduling issue. No, and I didn't have to be there. That I mean, you know how many times I rewatched the films? Because, again, that's what I learned. That's how I learned the game from Coach Butchie. We'd watch a play. A thought, you know, remember how many times I'd run that play back? No doubt. <laughs> right? And got to be different ways. I mean, guys, like. So when let's I, say today. Yeah. Let's say you're, right. you're, you're mentoring somebody. Yeah. And they're 30-some-year-old coach. Yeah. High school. State champ. Possibilities. Yeah. yeah. You teach during the day. Yeah. Right? Sometimes they're teachers, right? So you yeah. teach during the day. What schedule would you tell them to run? Like walk me through what a championship schedule would look like. Like of here, here's how I would get some balance for you, but here's what it takes also. Here's what my schedule In would look season like. or out of season? Let's let's give one of each. So out of season, right, when you're done and you start, most teams start lifting first of the year in January, first when they come back. You got to get yourself with people. You got to hire somebody or people on your staff, and who can who could be in the weight room. It can't be just you all the time. Um, and sometimes you got to learn. Sometimes you got to let go. Like Develop I got others delegate. Let them do it, boy. Let them do it, and then they become better at their job. And then you don't need to be around as much. I didn't need to be in the weight room all the time. I just wanted to be, you know. Uh, and it's important, but maybe one or two days a week, and not. It seemed like we were there five, mm -hmm. right? Took yep. Saturday, Sunday off, no and doubt. boom, doing it again. And we're there till six, six thirty every night, right? Off season, yeah, off yeah, season, off season. Yeah, because after that, you guys did the, the the ladders or did the stuff with yep. with Coach Smith out in the hallway, and it was just I didn't need to be there every day, once or twice a week. Um, so that would be one thing. Develop, get get a weight guy that you can kind of. There's tons of them out there. You'd be surprised if you just give somebody. If they if they know you, you you're giving them this responsibility and the the way they'll produce will surprise you right yeah. I'm sure it happened in your life right yeah. someone believed in you that you could do it and you did it yep so that's that's something I would do and then during the season I mean we were we when you when you practice and we we practice maybe a little bit too long right we kind of did but that's again that's how I learned it I'm not saying that would work today probably wouldn't um, but uh, maybe not watching a, a, another hour or two hours or three hours of film every set some parameters so start, start in terms practice what time well it depends on when you get out of school so, so if you get out of school at 2 30 but don't forget remember we we would do did we do with you we did study table mm -hmm. because if you don't pass religion it don't matter if you have all a's at right. ursuline you're done right but in a public school now right so we did study table and and you know, trying to make sure all the kids were eligible. Um, we may maybe do that once a week. I don't know. Maybe some. I don't know if, if a lot of schools are still doing that. I'm not Study like tables. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. out of the loop a little bit now. But do more like I learned from Tommy, like Manning, when I would go watch them practice when he was at Toledo and Iowa State. There was more of a focus on uh, pre-practice and 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 walkthroughs and then doing it. We banged too much back in the day. You know, we hit way too much. 
You don't need to do all that. You really don't. Now you need to hit the practice to learn how to block and tackle. You do. You do occasionally have to do that. But you know, we kind of beat the we kind of beat a dead horse out. We we did. I remember you guys. What are we doing this again for? You know what I mean? So budgeting time. And I'm sure that like as football has evolved with this RPO stuff and all this things that are may, maybe you can get a lot more done in a, in a shorter amount of time. You didn't need to be an individual for 45 minutes, right? And then group for another hour and a half, and then. So we'll, so if we get out at 2:30, yeah, you'd say let's say I'm at a school that I think we got to do some study tables. Yeah, you know I could see d- that it. could depend on the school, right? Yeah, absolutely. So maybe two, three days a week. Do it till 45 minutes, like a class period. 2:45 to 3:30. And then you get on the practice. Have them dressed, right? Ready to go. Dress before. Yeah. 3:30 we get rolling. Two hour practice should be. 3:30 to 5:30. Yeah. Watch film. You coaches. could. You could, coaches could. Um, you got to lift a couple of days, right? Because you don't yeah. want to lose all that lose you built. Maybe once or twice a week. So five thirty to six thirty. You don't need, yeah, an hour at most, right? Forty-five mm-hmm. minutes just to maintain in the in, during the season. Yeah. And then go home. And then be there when you're home. Like, don't be worrying about. You think the key is just being present? Gotta be. While right. you are there, I would think. Yeah. Focusing on being yeah. present during those. Yeah. During those moments. Priorities. I had wrong priorities. I think if a coach today has his priorities in order. He could do it. He can do it. Could do it all. I think. You don't need to. We, we, I mean, we practice three, four. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Well, that's. Lights came on. That's because that's what I learned. I'm not saying it's right, but it was successful other Some places. Points, so I think I, I want to ask Reardon, too. Yeah. And I'm going to get back to you. Yeah. Because one thing, and, and I agree with you, but one thing I wonder in a test is like the other gentleman I was telling you about that said, like, I'm like, man, you guys were watching film on Sundays? Like, yeah. He's a multiple-time national champion. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, you know, at what if I ask Nick Saban, if I ask, oh, he's grinding now. Now he's old school. How many of them do you think are gonna tell me? Like, I I wonder if it just like you got to accept the fact that this is what it costs to win. Can you really win without going all in? You know that difficult. I I would like to ask that question in a book. You know what I mean? I, I, I think the more help you have, yeah. like you said, delegate, develop people. Yeah. You got to develop people, delegate to people, earn their trust so they know that yeah. you're caring and now about the old, the guys like the older Saban and Coach Trussell and, and and those guys, they're old. They're more old school, so they're probably more work, 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 practice, Riders. practice. Yeah, yeah. And now the old, younger guys, maybe like I, I see like a guy like a Lincoln Riley, right? He kind of seemed like he's a fun guy and they're throwing it all over the yard and mm-hmm. maybe he's not grinding it like you know LA there's a lot to do out there with the beaches and all that right. stuff right so maybe it would be nice maybe it'd be neat to ask guys like that and um what's the differences between the generations because there got to be some I mean you've seen Nick Save. I've seen him interviewed thousands of times it don't look like he ain't grinding you know he's a grinder oh, we know he's a grinder he's working 25 hours a day if he could i'm gonna pick a couple yeah and i'm gonna ask them and, and see what yeah. we come up with i'd be interested yeah i think we're on to think we're on to something yeah a lot of people have that question yeah what what things would you do i i saw a quote that you posted that said let the pain of loss drive the success of a win yeah how do you teach people to yeah. like what do you mean by that how yeah. would you have players channel that so one of the other things like right i was thinking about too is and it, which which is a regret or maybe not yeah it is a regret i never i 
I never enjoyed the losses as much as or wins as much as I hated the losses. The losses, you know, after the one time we lost to Fitch when you were a senior, I wasn't the same for four days, right? I think all, a lot of us weren't. We weren't the same. But when you win, right in the locker room, I'm telling you guys, you can enjoy it for 12 hours. But when we got to, you, when you're in here tomorrow morning for film, it's done. We're moving on. That's and I guess that's sports. I guess that's football in general. I don't think you know. You can't ever enjoy. So the losses, the the way the hurt that you get from a loss and how it affects your entire mood, it does. It does. It affects your probably your health. I would imagine. <laughs> I didn't want to feel that, right? I didn't want to feel that. Right. I, I so I I think if you have that that loss, the feelings and how you felt in the forefront of your mind, boy, I'm gonna do everything I can that week, right? If you're in the season. Or if out of the se- out of the season, I'm gonna do everything I can that day, right? I uh, Larry, Larry Karras was at Mon Union and, and talking to those guys who played Tommy and and, and the guys at at Iowa State that I talked to. He just would say, "You got to stack good days. You keep stacking the good days after the net, and then it just builds, it builds, it builds." So, yeah, those the losses, the feeling that you lose or after a loss, it's a it's a motivator, and that's what we talked about earlier about failing. Boy, you learn you you learn from your losses. I'm not going to do that again. We're going to do something. We're going to do it better, or we're going to do something different. Because I don't I don't want to feel this way, right? We didn't we didn't want to feel that way, right? Amen. Yeah. Prediction: Super Bowl's coming up. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. I I don't know how anyone can yeah. bet against Mahomes. Right? Right? How how do you bet against? They're going to do it. People are going to do it. I know. Chiefs, Niners. Yeah. Right, and yeah. I mean, part of me is like, oh, yeah, Niners, Youngstown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But man, you know, they took the bait last week. They did. People went against Mahomes. And and I say, watched this with Brady. I'm like, man, they always they're going to die to lose well, again. Time when they're underdogs. Two and a half is again. Again, they were underdogs last week. I know. I I just think he's he's a generational guy. I, I I'm pulling for the Niners now. You know, we 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 got uh, that Youngstown connection and. I think they're going to line. They're going to be like two tight ends with a with the fullback in that twenty-two. Per, and they're going to try to run it. But Spagnola, the defensive coordinator for Kansas City, is really good. Now they're really good in the back end, but like Perm and I were talking, they're not real good against the run. But Who the they, Chiefs, the Chiefs are one of the worst. Tommy told me they're one of the worst teams in the league against the run. But they know that, right? So they're going to stack. They're going to stack, but then it's now it's single high one on one outside with Ayuk and, and Debo saying, I mean, you can't tackle that cat. And then the tight end. So we'll see. If he's if he's healthy. Yeah. And then it, what Perm and I were also talking about, and when you watch uh, Kansas City this year, I, I read in the playoffs, he Mahomes has only completed three passes over 20 yards. So to me, that means, right, everything's underneath, most everything's underneath getting five, six yards, and getting first down after first down. So that the clock's running. So how many – and if and – if All the, out of his hands. And if the Niners are running the ball, how many possessions are they going to get? If I was a betting man, I'd bet the under. I don't think there's going to be a ton of scoring, 24-21, 24-17. I, 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 I like the clock's going to be running? I, got, I mean, it, like even against uh, – even with the Ravens, look at that score, 17-10. They didn't get the ball because every the not or the the Chiefs for I remember the first quarter eight minute drive, everything's underneath everything's first they just take, it's like running the ball but he's throwing it little short stuff to that Rice guy who's come on, 
and of course, no one can cover Kelsey. No one knows how to cover. Monster. He's just a mismatch. You just can't. You you put two on him, and then they're going to beat you somewhere else. Because the kid running the ball, that Pacheco is really good too. If Sleeping. Chase Young was what he was, the kid from Ohio State that tore up his knee, or did he hurt his knee? Or he got surgery, right? The DN. If he was what he was when he was at Ohio State, when you put him in Bosa against their tackles, I think because that's ha- the way you stop a quarterback like that. I, I think watch people like I, the Giants. Yeah. you know, people with Brady getting pressure off the ends. Yeah, I think they got a chance if they had, but Chase Young isn't what he was. So they're gonna Andy Reid ain't letting Bosa beat him, right? I don't think. It's, I think if you can get up the middle on if you, any if you're a quarterback right what what hurts you more I, if I can't step up and I got Bosick beating it right then they got a shot but Andy Reid's really good I don't know I, I'm praying for the Niners so you're saying you want to see the Niners you think it's going to be the Chiefs yeah if you are a betting man he's going with the under yeah I'm going under and you think it's 24 20 24 20. 24-20. Somewhere in that area. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's check his predictions. Yeah. Let's check his predictions out. <laughs> All right. As we wrap up our last, you know, last few minutes mm-hmm. with you, uh, teaching, education, mm-hmm. high school football, mm-hmm. sports, you've dealt with young people mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. right? And But the one thing about young people is they stay the same age and you keep getting older. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I'd say two last pieces of advice for us mm-hmm. is – how, as you age, have you found a way to, because you still can do it. I'm yeah. with you. I see it. Yeah. You're still, you, like, yeah. you're about to be 60, but you're still, like, yeah. 25. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you how do you have that age gap happen and yeah. then still bridge that gap mm-hmm. in, with connection? And then what tips would you give to young people to be successful in general from all the, the people you've mm-hmm. seen do more with their talent, people that you've yeah. seen fail that break your heart? You know, what yeah. things would you tell young people? And then how, how do you bridge that gap as you age? Well, the older you get, I'm I'm lucky. I got an 8 and a 9, soon to be 10-year-old we were talking about. Macy and Emmy at home. So just keeping up with what's current, like like we were talking about Taylor Swift, right? I might not know who she is, or now I know, like we were permanent. Now I know she's in Japan. Why? Because she's on the TV all the time with football so just keeping up with things like that but it was funny that you mentioned that because we our our phys ed teacher at the school likes to play music and today was 80s music in the gym so I go in there sixth period and there's freshmen in there and they're playing I don't know if you remember the flock of seagulls that song I ran it we when I was younger I mean so I'm asking you ever heard this song no 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 so so you got to stay current because in order to build a relationship with them you have to talk in the same their same language and they're and they're on their same level in their terms. So I, I, I may or may not read People magazine. <laughs> I look at TMZ once in a while to see what the kids like. Because, like you said, I'm, you don't get any, I'm not getting any closer to their age. I'm getting further and further apart. Right. So you just got to relate to them. I see the connection yeah, when know, I came to see you yeah. at the school. I think that's one of I'm the things. I'm like, same stuff. Yeah. You, just, you still had the connection with the I think the that's important that they, that they realize that, yeah. You, you care about them. So in order to care about them, you got to understand them and can't be talking about things that happened when I would. Well, that's like I have a teacher. If you realize this, if you think about this, right, um, all of the kids in our high school were born after 9-11. I, I, it, it's hard to even believe that, right? So it's 23 years ago this year, right? None of – and it's one – I can't believe that. Do they – and he gives them, he gives them like trivia questions about – 
athletes. Well, he's talking in the 70s. Well, they they weren't even born. They were some are like seventh graders are born in 2010. Think about that. Yeah. Right. So they don't know any of that stuff. So you got to get you got to spend time getting to know what's what's important to them. And it is by talking to them and, you know, staying up up to date on uh, current fads, so to speak. Okay. Uh, that's kind of because then that lets that that lets lets you open a, a, a door to their world. That well, to Mr. relate. Yeah, Mr. Vivo, he can relate to me, which is important because right. at my school, I'm not, we don't, we're so small, I don't have an assistant principal. So guess who does the discipline, right? Me. So if I'm just, if I'm known as just a disciplinarian, boy, they're all going to hate you. Right. And they're not going to help you or they're not going to reach out to you. you good cop and bad cop. Both. both. Yeah. And that's hard. Absolutely. You know, it's a tough thing. And then how, you know, the things that I learned to be successful is just, you know, we, we talked about all the time. And I think football, now that we're, since we're talking about it, it just, it lends itself right to it. I mean, you just, you, God gave you two ears and one mouth. I, mean, I always try to listen more than I speak, especially when you're young. Too many times people think they have all the answers, especially when they come right out and uh, come, coming up, and you don't. So learn from people that, are, that may be older than you, maybe your age, but have more experience. Experience is, in, is invaluable. You know, the things that, that I learned in school, in a textbook, none of that stuff relates, right? It's all experience um, in dealing with human beings and, 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 and learning from successes and failures. So listen more than you speak. You got to work hard. You know, you, you, you got to be dedicated and you got to do whatever is necessary or what is required of you if you think you're going to be successful. Um, and, and it goes back to what I said before. I, what are you willing to do? Everyone can't. Boy, I want to. I want all that money. I want. Well, are, what are you willing to do? You didn't become successful laying on the couch, Simon, right? No, you 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 worked your whole life, right? You you and, and so the things that you did when you were fifteen, sixteen carried forward in your whole life. You didn't stop working. You know, you're always and you're always. I think another important thing I tell my teachers this all the time. And, 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 and I'm reading four or five books at a time I wish I could focus on. You got to be a lifelong learner. We're never done learning, you know. Um, you can always be better. Even if it could be 1% better, I could be a better salesman today than I was yesterday in your business. I could make four more phone calls, right? I could always do something better. And that just, yeah, you know, I could be a better husband, all that stuff. So, yeah, that, that, I think, I think that's You gave me important. a book. Yeah. I read it. Coffee Bean. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Why don't, I don't want to let you go yet. Yeah, so yeah. W what's the other, how would you, like, what could you tell people that didn't read that book? Well, like, if you, coffee yeah, bean, if you think about, right, if you think about boiling water, right? So the, 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 the premise of the story is when you put a carrot in a boiling water, what happens? What happens to the carrot? It's soft. It's soft, right? When you put an egg in, a, in, in boiling water, what does it become? Floats. Hard. Well, it becomes hard. Yep. I don't want to be soft. I don't want to be hard, right? What? So what? when you put coffee into boiling water, what happens? Becomes it the, becomes. It transforms the water into coffee. So you want to be like a coffee bean. You don't want to be too soft. You don't want to be too hard. You want to transform the environment you're in. And we, we, you know, we made our teachers read that, and I think it's helped them. Yeah. Um, because they're important to the to success of all their students. But we want to be transformative in any environment we're in. So we don't want to be too soft. You don't want to be too hard. Now, there's a time you got to be both. Like, 
I'm sure with with your daughters are a little different than with your kid with your son because yep. softness hardness hardness but not all the time right but if you become that coffee bean you be you transform the, the environment and I thought it was a good it was an easy read should yeah, I read it small in, yeah I read yeah. it in like 25 30 minutes but yep. it's some good life practical lessons that amen and sometimes the most practical or the most worthwhile so truth yeah thank you oh no problem thanks Simon. for appreciate your time yeah appreciate you appreciate your friendship yeah love you man. appreciate your leadership yep. all the great memories and uh things that you and, and other mm -hmm. coaches yeah. poured into us and me specifically that have yeah. helped me uh well we uh we we you know coaches and i know like i do i i'm always like i said at our reunion a few years back i'm like a cheerleader on the side man i'm always watching what you guys are doing and I feel like a proud, like a proud parent. You guys, you guys are, you make my heart swell. And I, I, I love all you guys. And just so, so fortunate to see, to be, first of all, to be there when I was, right? I would never have known you if I wasn't there and all the other guys. Um, just, just blessed to, to have been part of that group and, and, and what you guys mean and what you've accomplished 20, 20, 22, 23, 24 years ago is, it's incredible, and it's a testament to to all you guys and your work ethic. So, yeah, this has been a thrill, and appreciate you even thinking about me. Appreciate you. Yeah. Love you. Let, Love you too, Let's man. check on his predictions, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's saying Kansas City and under. Let's see, let's see how it ends yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode of Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day.